Bark, bark, yeah. Don't get it twisted. This podcast is mine, motherfucker. All fucking day. Fuck what you heard. Fuck what you're hearing. Listen. gonna give it to you. Fuck waiting, you're gonna get it on your own. Pope's gonna deliver. Knock, knock, open up the door. It's John, with John and Jesse, and not David. We're talking about all kinds of shit. We got such a good show that I make a motherfucker wanna listen. Damn right, and I'll do it again. Pope's of Chilltown, let's begin. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I love the hard stop. That, yeah, exactly. You know, if, there, if there was only a mic drop sound to follow that, you know, that was. Wasn't uh, John the sound effects guy? Yeah, geez, John, where's the mic drop sound effect? I just dropped my mic. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, Pope's Chili Town. Uh, that was a fantastic intro. Um, I'm uh, I'm John Harrington. That's who I am. My brain's not working. Uh, with me as always, it's uh, John Regan. Hey, 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 being all professional. Yep, there he is. And uh, with us now, you know, much more as always, he's no longer a recurring guest. He is now an official member of the Pope's Chili Town team and maker of that fantastic X Gonna Give It To You intro, Jesse Moore. Oh, it feels good. Yeah. I, just, I want to preempt the question, Jesse. All right, just let's get this out of the head. Like, you remember the team, we still don't pay you. Oh. Sorry, Haas. Uh, I already, <laughs> already contacted my accountant, and uh, he was expecting like 10%. And... Oh, that's the thing about this podcast, though. It's a great money laundering operation. <laughs> oh, you, know, you can make okay. up a lot of expenses related to a podcast that no one listens to. Because nobody's going to look into it and verify it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's my you know, pro tip accounting for the day. We need to get some like Nature Box or Fan Duels to like sponsor us or something. I would love to have to take like a ninety second detour in the middle of a podcast to promote like you know Dollar Shave Club. That would be so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna step away from the podcast and read some copy. Uh, you know, being amateurs has its ups and its downs, but uh, yeah, the you know the money involved from sponsorships. I don't know that it would add anything to this podcast. We could just like practice and make up our own commercials, and then someone would be like, "You know what? They do a damn good commercial." See, that's, that's one thing. We should just start doing commercials for like things that we like. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm having pretty good experience on Twitter right now. You know, side story: I bought some underwear the other day through the oh. loop. Mm-hmm. You know, bought some boxer briefs and some uh, some new tank tops, some A shirts, some wife beaters. You can mm-hmm. hear the hear me making the air quotes around that. Not the preferred term. Controversial. Indeed. Got the yeah, got the uh, tank tops home, pulled them out. They were all about three feet long and did not fit properly. Like, you know, I put one on and it came down well below my penis. <laughs> you know, like it was an odd fit. And uh, so that, when, Is that an attack against the length of the shirt or the length of your penis? It's you know it's not really in favor of either one. I'm not you know, in that moment. I didn't you know they give me a 100 percent satisfaction guarantee. I wasn't satisfied with the shirt or where my penis was hanging, <laughs> which is why Damn I felt compelled to seek out Fruit of the Loom on Twitter. 
And uh, they've been uh, working on resolving the issue with me, probably just sending me a free pack of tank tops. With your penis? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I got a nice email asking me for pictures <laughs> and product numbers and all these things. And in the and end, they mail you a penis extension kit. Exactly. It's like, oh, you need this more than you need tank tops. <laughs> that would be so shitty. <laughs> we don't want your fruit of the loom. Exactly. Keep the tank tops. Also, here's some dick cream. Like, oh, God. But yeah, so anyway, we should totally do promotions for like fruit of the loom because they're nice people. And they immediately engage with me on Twitter to resolve my tank top problem. I so, love complaining to companies on Twitter because they fix shit immediately. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. Like, hmm. here's my quick story. Um, so we had a problem with our cable and internet. Like, it was just hard out on, like, uh, Saturday, right? And so we called uh, Cox and, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll never get away from penises. That's just that's what we do. It's a real penis-heavy like episode. First five minutes. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> like Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> you didn't hear his penis jumped out on stage? No, I did hear. <laughs> yeah, he, he was wearing these like super duper tight pants and like he was singing, you know, are you gonna go my way or some shit? And like he squats down and his like, crotch just explodes and his dong comes flopping out. And he's like, oh shit, because he does that scissor thing with his legs real fast and then waddles off stage. <laughs> but you could probably totally look up pictures of Lenny Kravitz's dick right now. I don't want to I don't want to admit that I just googled Lenny Kravitz's penis, but you know, yeah, I just wanted to see like the BuzzFeed worthy, you know, like headline of it. And yes, Lenny Kravitz's penis totally fell out for everyone to see. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's got some crazy piercing that like it takes three months to heal. What? Really? Yeah. That, that doesn't sound worth it. Lenny Kravitz is intense, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just had a fascination. I had to look at the picture and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's the face he's making too. It's like he's yelling that he's really embarrassed his dick fell out. Uh, we need to link this. Um, okay. I'll tweet out the link to that later. Uh, so anyway, Johnny, nobody cares about your story anymore. <laughs> real Lenny Gravitz non sequitur there. I love it. Uh, so you called the Cox Company. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Lenny Kravitz's penis. Oh, wait. We already did that. Lenny Kravitz's penis answered the phone. <laughs> and then what happened? So are you going to go my way? <laughs> it wants to fly away. But I got to know. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. So... <laughs> All right, so this story sucks now. Let's move on. No. Perfect. <laughs> no, like, I'll just completely aborted the story. Forget it. For the record, I'm into it. Yeah. No, so so the short short story, they can't get a guy out until Monday, right? Calling them on Saturday. So then I go on Twitter, and I'm not a jerk on Twitter. I just say, like, hey, Cox, like, I called, and you guys can't get, get, can't get a guy out until Monday. Like, can you help me out here? I have no internet. This really sucks. And their Twitter team's like, yeah, we can get a guy out tomorrow. And, and they and they got a guy out on Sunday, and not only did they get get a guy out on Sunday, they got like the coolest Cox employee I've ever dealt with, or coolest cable employee I've ever dealt with. Like he showed up in this van, he showed up in this van that had like it, it smelled like cigarettes, and it had like no <laughs> labeling of any kind on it, like saying it was the cable company. But he wore like, but he wore like a Cox cable shirt or whatever. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, and then he proceeded just like he immediately he just looked, took one look outside. He's like, "There you go, boom!" And he just like climbed a pole and this thing and left. And it was done in like five minutes. It was awesome. All that could be taken in like a Cox context, and I'm just gonna leave it alone. Yep, <laughs> climbing poles done in five minutes. Cool guy with a van. <laughs> just did he let <sighs> you in the van? <laughs> no. In fact, was, was there like, any was there any airbrushing or like a like some kind of mural on the side of the van? Oh man, no. You know, like some you know, it's like some Nordic scene or something. Why are you guys ruining right. my story? Ruin it with you know potential improvements, man. If you're going to tell this story, you need to really embellish it. <laughs> Can't just be Conan stories about favorite. going on Twitter and asking for cable service or free tank tops. You need to <laughs> need to really tell the legend. Yep. Okay. So, so that's that's the legend. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love using Twitter. Like, like I, I, you know, like if you call, you get nothing done. But if you complain on Twitter, they're like on top of it. Like, I've Twitter. also noticed you seem to retweet a lot of things from Denny's on Twitter because they're <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Have like, you I really like breakfast? <laughs> you should, like, whoever runs the Denny's Twitter feed is a genius. Like, it's uh. really good. RT, if you like a Grand Slam. Oh, <laughs> I think I will. Love Grand over Slam. Miami. <laughs> favorite. RT for eggs, favorite for pancakes. <laughs> Can I do both? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, this is why we need a more active social media presence and sponsors. We could really be uh, really helping these guys out with their visibility. See Denny's. Right there. Yeah, right there. Denny's, official home of the Popes of Chili Town podcast. <laughs> we're, they could even make, like, Chili Town chili. Oh, dude, yeah, they could make a chili slam. Oh, my God. You know, I don't know. I just like the idea that we all <laughs> lug our computers to our local Denny's and record from Den- Denny's. I think that's what should happen from <laughs> now on. Yeah, we just you know, turn up at our various Denny's, ask for the Wi-Fi password, and then record a podcast from... <laughs> Three different Denny's. <laughs> Sir, you keep cursing loudly. You're going to have to stop. Well, if you bring me my goddamn lumberjack slam, <laughs> I can get on with this podcast. <sighs> but yeah, so anyway. Um, that would be so fun, actually, because then we could compare notes about what our local Denny's has that the other Denny's doesn't yeah. have. Yeah. Oh, man. Comparing like guy getting stabbed. Slot machine <laughs> prizes. <laughs> no. Man, all mine has is like old Avengers things from 2012 that nobody ever won. I want some Guardians of the Galaxy toys. This Denny's is weird. The claw machines just filled dildos. I don't know. I don't. Mm. It must Whoa. be. It must be an Oklahoma thing. Yeah, that doesn't happen here. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Denny's right next to the local Dildopolis. <laughs> Dildopolis. <laughs> uh, oh man, oh, oh. that would be. Just the most, you know, any any Denny's adjacent to a sex shop would be the sketchiest place on earth. <laughs> Especially, like, late at night. Yeah, exactly. 24 <laughs> hours, but you really don't ever want to go in there. Ever. So God, I wish your... I could get some porn and pancakes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> I like the idea that one week you take your kids to Disney World, the happiest place on earth. And then mm-hmm. the next week, you take them to the antithesis of that, <laughs> the Denny Sex of the Sex Shop. Oklahoma City <laughs> The saddest place on earth. <laughs> oh. And explain to the kids, like, if you don't feel sad, how do you know you felt happy? Exactly. <laughs> it was the ultimate lesson of Inside God. Out. You know, 
<laughs> but with more real life uh, demonstration. <laughs> you would have to take them to that Denny's first and be like, "All right, kids, I'm sorry for doing this, but now we're going to Disney. Now it's going to seem extra happy." <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway, that was uh, that was the thing we just talked about. Um, what else were we going to talk about this week? Um, you know, it's been a an off week for me last couple of weeks just you know with the new job uh haven't had a whole lot of time to get out and about one thing that we did do uh whitney and i my wife whitney of course uh we took in uh this small indie art film uh called ant-man <laughs> i don't know if you've heard of this character he yes. doesn't appear to have any origin or like any i can't trace him back to any comics that I'm aware of. But they've made just a rollicking good time of a movie based around this absurd character. This bit really is good. terrible. Yeah, no, it's bad. <laughs> I should have really just left that, you know, should have stopped. Uh, no, keep okay. going. Just push the it out. It's good. No, really, the, the story on Ant-Man is, I don't remember a lot of it. Um... We uh, decided to make it just like a extra fun date night. Had some dinner, a couple of beers, and then we missed the uh, showing, the first showing that we wanted to go to. So we went and got a couple more beers, <laughs> and then <laughs> on the way to the uh, to the movies, we wanted to stop at like Walgreens and get some candy. And uh, turns out they sell wine in very purse friendly bottles now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the finest wine that there is comes in a bottle shaped like a thing of coconut water. And so we bought like three or four of those and just rolled into the movie with, uh, with that. Now and I usually see coconut waters in little cardboard boxes. Did you buy yeah. like tiny boxed wine? Yes. That's awesome. And that <laughs> is what happened to us. We, uh, got to the movie, settled in, drank, you know, four small shitty boxes of, very potent wine. And, um, yeah, I don't remember the end of that movie. Um, I, I, yeah, I remember the, the broad strokes, but I literally had to ask a co-worker how Ant-Man defeated the villain. Because I could not remember what happened. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. More like Can't-Man. Yeah, exactly. More like Tanked-Man. <laughs> Me in that movie. No, the movie was a lot of fun, though. Um, I just wish I could, you know, speak yeah. About the ending, I, I have vague reflections of Thomas the Tank Engine being involved. Yeah, he was. Yep. Um, and uh, then a couple of credit scenes, and I'm driving to Whataburger. That's what I got. <laughs> so it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Sweet, uh, John. Have you seen Ant Man? I have not. Not seen it yet. Damn it was man. a really cool Easter egg. Ooh. Um, when when Paul Rudd first gets the Ant Man suit and he's like shrinking and doesn't know what's going on, whenever at the end when he lands on that dude's car, mm-hmm. you remember that part? Yeah. At all? Okay, that dude, he used to be on Saturday Night Live back when Bill Murray was on SNL. Oh, was he the black guy that played Ant Man in that yes. sketch back in the day? That's awesome. Yep. He was the first Ant Man on on screen. Oh, Garrett Morris. Yep. Nice. Whoa. You know that guy's name. That's fantastic. Yeah, I know all my SNL guys. Um, <laughs> no, that's fucking great. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, you know, I think I might have to go see it again. Whit- but really, you should have just ducked out. 
Yeah, exactly. Like but, I, I've got a movie like that, and I damn it, the name I'm, I can't remember the name of it now, but uh, it's that, <laughs> <laughs> it's that it movie. Looks, that's the part of the problem, right? No, it's that movie about like two Irish guys and they murder a lot of people, and people love it. It's badass, oh, and they say um, fuck a lot. Uh, Boondock Saints. Yes. Boondock Saints. Every time. Boondock Saints or Boondock Saints too. Boondock Saints, the original. Okay. Um, when we would try to like uh, watch it when I was in college, like uh, my roommates insisted, like, "Oh, we gotta play a drinking game. You gotta drink every time they say fuck." And like oh, ten, oh. ten minutes in, you're gone. <laughs> like that's it. You're done. Yes, we didn't even have that. We just had the drinking game of go to the theater, get drunk, and be <laughs> like obnoxious movie people. Huh. Like uh, kind of like yeah, <laughs> we had a tendency to do like stage whispering. <laughs> Whenever, like, you know, we wanted to talk about something in the movie, there were only like five people in there. And, you know, it's like a late night showing on a Tuesday. And, you know, it's just like, oh shit, that guy's going to be the hydrant guy. <laughs> you know? And then when he's like, what? No. Are you serious? How do you know that? <laughs> like, I don't know. He just seems sketchy. He's, he's, I'm telling you, that's him. It's going to be bad. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that was our game. <laughs> Get drunk and be obnoxious in the theater. And turns out, yeah, that was the Hydra guy. Boom, Ooh. called it. Also called it the bald guy that liquefied the guy at the beginning. He was the bad guy. Yep. Yep. You could tell he was evil because he was bald. <laughs> that's how it works. You know who's not evil? Michael Douglas. A lot of people. Well, I was going to say David. David's not evil. He's really cool. No, David's great. Yeah. And I wish he was here to talk Ant-Man with us. Yeah. You know, man, David, he would love this conversation. He, he really would, man. He's yeah. uh, he's the kind of guy, he waited three days, I think, to see Ant-Man. Wow. And I, you know, I tried to razz him a little bit on Twitter about it. Like He said he finally saw Ant-Man after like I waited three a week. days. You know, I'm like, I don't think after three days it counts as finally. That movie came out, you know, I don't know, very recently. Yeah, 72 hours ago. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... Yeah, this is a this is a, you know that's how comic book movies in general are though. Like if you don't see it opening weekend, you're seeing it like fucking finally. You know, yeah. Like that's right. just, all comic book movies are like that. Right, exactly. I waited over a week and was pretty humiliated with myself. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> that's also the problem. I you know I haven't yet run out to see the new Fantastic Four. Instead, I'm here recording this podcast. I've um, heard it's got a lot of bad reviews. Oh my god, I'm getting, I'm you know hearing a lot of things that do not say anything good about it. I heard it's on par with Batman and Robin, like that oh. level bad. Yeah, you know, no, I heard it's just boring bad. Like Batman and Robin at least has just the you know it's the most unbelievably awful but like you know fun action caper going. But like everything I've heard about this movie is that it's just fucking dull. Mm. Apparently, Josh Trank tweeted saying like. If uh, Fox would have let me do the movie I wanted to make, it'd be a lot better. But then he took the tweet down. Classic, you know, di- angry director move. It was going to be much better, but uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm Joss Whedon. I said the same thing about Age of Ultron. I didn't want that weird part where Thor goes in the pool. <laughs> okay, whatever. You still that's still good movie. though. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like. I had no problem with that scene. He goes in the yeah. pool. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the, I the next. Yeah, good looking. It was just look. showing off for the next Thor movie, you know. Yeah, and that's what Marvel movies do. So that's you know to be expected. I don't know what the excuse is for you know Hollywood in general not being able to make a good Fantastic Four movie. And why doesn't the thing wear pants? 
Was he, does he not wear pants in the entire movie? I mean, I haven't seen it, but every preview they show, he's not wearing pants. So, and it's obviously in a bunch of scenes that aren't next to each other. I know there's the comic code and all that, but, I mean, what of his penis? <laughs> I mean, uh, Just it swing it out there like Lenny Kravitz's you know, <laughs> thing made of orange rock? I mean, if okay, one they're gonna a- answer Brody's <laughs> question from Mallrats. Yeah, we're, we're so gonna. That's cool. We're gonna name this episode "Rock Hard Penis." I think is what. I'd, I'd rather you not. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a little more creative. Yeah, you know? seriously. But yeah, I mean, you can't turn a man into a, I don't know, walking, talking pile of rocks, and then not have him have a penis. It's just yeah, not how it works. Right. Like. If I re- if I reform myself after a tragic accident in a pile of rocks, I'm putting most of them in the penis area. <laughs> you just like slither around. Yeah, I'm saying like, I, you know, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm guessing that it's kind of like you know, like in Watchmen, where like Doctor Manhattan had to learn how to like put himself back together. You know, he didn't give himself a very big penis, but he just had it swinging around the whole movie. It was probably a grower. Yeah. But, you know, like if I was the thing and I had to like reform myself, a better comparison would be like Sandman in Spider-Man 3, you know, yeah. movie that shall not be named. Um, Just named it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like if I was, you know, reforming myself from sand and I had the power to like, you know, make a giant fist. Why would I not also make a giant sand penis for myself? That's right. And just have that thing, like, you know, throbbing out of the pants. <laughs> you know? Or in, the things, or in the things case, you know, I would probably first be like, hey, can somebody give me some pants? And then they'd be like, why? And would be like, because i got to, you know, cover up this big orange rock-hard penis. <laughs> Instead, he's just walking around naked battling, you know. Tanks and shit. Yeah. Can you imagine if you actually said that line in the movie? I, you know, see, I don't see why that couldn't be in the movie. <laughs> you know, it's, it's supposed to be a little gritty, a little darker. Can a guy just make you know real, just overt reference to his awesome penis? <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I've also heard that with the uh, the dark and gritty, uh, you know, tone for the movie, they ruined uh, its clobbering time. Oh, really? Have you heard about this? No. This oh, makes dude. Me angry. Yeah, it's it's about to make you angry. It's about to be clobbering time. Um, apparently, in the movie, the guy before he gets turned into the thing, he's talking and having like his emotional backstory moment, and he explained that like his older brother was abusive. Yeah. And whenever his older brother would like beat the shit out of him, he would say, "Hey, it's clobbering time." No. What? No. And so, like, <laughs> it's the no. shittiest, oh. most misguided. Like attempt it. So basically, like, they make it so the thing won't say it because that would be really fucked up. That's the thing. I mean, who is the thing honoring by saying it? Like, is he taking ownership of it? Like, you know, like yeah, okay, I'm I'm rising above getting beat up my, by my brother. You know why? Because I'm a giant rock monster and I could kill him if I wanted to. It's clobbering time. Like, no, it's that's mm. blue eyed boy from Yancey Street. <laughs> Fucking. Oh my god, I'm so furious. Yeah, I'm sorry to have to break that news to you, but they ruined like one of the best comic catchphrases with a very unnecessary bit of exposition. So the point is just don't go see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. We unfortunately not. have to speak with our money at this point. And I don't know what it's gonna take for Fox and Marvel to like settle their like dick measuring contest. 
and just like is, it's like it's getting terrible reviews, but it's still people are going and seeing it. Yeah, but not it's still enough. Money. I mean, like it's making some money, but like you gotta bet the movie took some money to make. Oh yeah. So like, hopefully it'll fucking bomb. I mean, people were like, you know, I don't know, like the same thing happened with uh, you know a couple weeks ago with Pixels, which apparently is also just like a dog shit pile <laughs> of a movie. Well, um, we, we all saw that coming. That's, I mean, yeah, but you know, that movie cost one hundred fifty million dollars to make. <laughs> and hold on, I still got the box office results nearby. Current gross for Pixels forty five million. Oof. So you know, good. We should not be encouraging people to make movies such as these movies. We don't need another Fantastic Four origin story. You know, we don't need a movie where Adam Sandler is a nerd who has to play living video games with Kevin James as the president. <laughs> you know, none of these things need to be, like, actual things. Mission Impossible 5, that's acceptable. I just want Fox to work out a deal with Marvel like Sony did yeah. to fix Spider-Man. You exactly. Know? And, I mean, we didn't need another Spider-Man. Like, you know, how silly does the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movies look now? Yeah. Like... It, did like did Sony come out and be like, "All right, yeah, sorry guys." Yeah. I saw the first one; it was pretty good, but I, I still never seen the the second one. Oh, the second one was uh, they were setting up a lot of things in that movie, a lot of things. I think I saw the thing about the Sinister Six. Yeah, which you know, you can't just set up the Sinister. Like that's the problem with. Uh, it, we could just go off on a tangent about that, but like you know, the problem with like the first three Spider-Man movies, the Sam Raimi ones, they kept killing the villains. Yeah, stop killing them. They need to yep. be the Sinister Six, you dumbasses. Like, huh. you know, they had a serious problem for a while. They're like, you have to kill the villain. No, villains can go to prison or have justice served upon them without dying. Like, well, you can kill Goblin because Goblin was killed and he came back. Yeah, but don't then kill but not Doctor Octopus. That's stupid. But you know, then they also killed fucking James Franco's Goblin. So oh yeah, they yeah you run out of goblins here. You know, you just can't keep killing the villains and expecting to eventually be able to set up a you know coherent Sinister Six movie. So they were trying to do it in like two movies with the Amazing Spider Man. And it's like, oh yeah, look, it's you know the secret lab inside Oscorp, and it's got all the Sinister Six's weapons inside of it. Like, look, there's vulture wings and the octopus arms, and you know, Craven the Hunter somewhere, and you know, whatever. And then they're just never going to get around to it. Also, Venom. Venom is supposed yeah. to be in it, and he never was, which is good because whenever Venom showed up on screen, he was fucking terrible. Yeah, fucking. They picked the wrong guy to pick. Yeah. As Eddie Brock. They really, really did. Because, uh, yeah. <sighs> so anyway, yeah. I'm just saying, like, how silly are those Amazing Spider-Man movies looking now that they're, you know, then Spider-Man's back with, you know, Marvel. They need to do the same thing with Fantastic Four. Like, okay, admit you made a big mistake. Next year, have a, you know, crossover movie where somebody from, like, the Avengers accidentally travels back in time to the 60s meets the properly formed Fantastic Four and has to then bring them into the current Marvel Universe. Yeah, that would be cool. What about that? Because, yeah. like, that would be perfect because, you know, they're from the 60s and whatnot when they were created. That way they could still be kind of goofy and whatnot in yeah. that 60s sort of way. Because they're it supposed to be. the X-Men. <laughs> and that, that's the other thing is, like, 
having Reed Richards in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is wonderful because then you have another science guy. Yeah. You know, yeah, Tony's a science guy, but he's kind of crazy, but some other science stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go talk to the Fantastic Four. They deal with all the science bullshit. Well, now, you know, right now it's, you know, the fucking let's talk to the Hulk about yeah. science. And yeah, but that just upsets him. <laughs> he just, yeah, he's just really upset about all the science, and he just gets pissed and leaves. And plus, we all want to see fucking Poker Night with Spidey, Thing, and uh, Human Torch. And Hawkeye. And, <laughs> and Hawkeye, yeah. Fucking, that's what we want to see. Now, there's just so many things that just, I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know, Marvel probably, they just have like a good script sitting around somewhere. And it's oh, yeah, like you know dangling it over Fox's head. Like, seriously, guys, come on. Make the deal. Make it. Look at this. You could have made this movie. What's wrong with you? They were they were wanting to make a X-Men Fantastic Four crossover, but yes. I hear they might be backing away from that. I would think that would be completely necessary, because why the fuck would anybody want to see that if this movie sucks as bad as it does and X-Men's already great? Yeah. Do not I'm- suck the X-Men into this suck hole. And they don't even mix that well. Like, I mean, sure they've they've done stuff together, but like, no, really, yeah. Fantastic Four is more on the Avengery side of things. Yeah, X Men really should be its own thing. They've got you know an infinite crop books. of mutants to pull from, so let the Fantastic Four hang out. And plus, the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe guys, they need to at some point have to fight Doctor Doom. Yeah, Doom. They do is fucking maniacal, and he's like. I don't know. He might be the greatest villain there is. Oh, he is. Yeah, pretty much. He's Doom, destroyer of worlds, stands up against gods. Blah blah blah. Metal face. Yeah. Dig it. <laughs> yeah. They they need to have to fight this guy at some point. Like you know, if Infinity War, you know, Part One and Two came together, and somehow Doom got involved, oh if it was gosh. like Doom and Thanos instead of just Thanos. That would be pretty fucking serious. I think Doom would try to stop Thanos, though. That's the thing, because Doom doesn't want the world to be destroyed, but Doom also wants yeah. to put on that fucking gauntlet. Oh, yeah. And, you know, so bad. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Something, something, Mephisto, something, Doom, you know. And he'd crush that, you know, that terrible Richards. But yeah. that would require all of those things to already be present in these movies, which probably isn't going to happen in the next couple of years. Oh. But a nerd can dream. Yep. Yes. Maybe one day. In, in the meantime, we get to settle for Ant-Man fighting the Falcon. Which was badass. <laughs> he fell, and he's like, uh, this building is an Avengers building. Yeah. Oh, and you're shit. like, what? <laughs> and then Falcon's like, excuse me? Yeah. But then he fucked him up. That was mm-hmm. awesome. That was another one of those mo- like moments in the movie. Like uh, He's skydiving towards that building or whatever, and it's the Avengers logo, and Whitney's just like... <gasps> And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going down. And then they play that Avengers music. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What is it with these movies that whenever heroes meet, they have to fight each other? <laughs> it's like in the comics. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, all right, gotta, you know, have a little feel-out moment. All right, yeah, we're fighting. We don't like each other. Typically oh, how it is. We will like each other eventually. It'll be good. When you're a kid, you see a comic book that has two heroes on it about to fight. And you're like, oh, shit, something's just got real mm-hmm. read it the first two pages they're all you know fighting but then someone shows up and they have to join forces and yeah you're like fuck i just wanted to see them fight indeed i don't give a fuck about saber tooth <laughs> yeah, this isn't that big of a menace yeah oh well 
but um, go behind on these things. There's a new uh, series too, uh, Dragon Ball Z Super. It takes place like right after Boo Saga, and it's like GT never happened, which is wonderful. Hmm. I'm in favor of that. I never watched very much of Dragon Ball GT because it seemed inscrutable. Yeah. It's um. But hard. yeah, I could get into watching a couple of Dragon Ball Z movies. It's been a long time. Um. But yeah, and especially once I heard this one, it's like they resurrect Frieza. Yeah, this uh, this dude sneaks down on Earth and collects the Dragon Balls and wishes for Frieza to come back to life. Sweet. And so uh, Frieza comes back. And he's pissed. Yeah, and so... He oh, hey, decides, wait a minute. John, do you even watch Dragon Ball Z? Did you ever? Nope. Oh, bro. My recollection of Dragon Ball Z is... I'm gonna hit ya. I'm gonna hit ya. I'm gonna hit ya. I'm power up. I'm powering up now. I'm powering up for like twenty yep. minutes. And the shoulders get bigger and bigger. And then, and then, and then it finally hit. ends with next episode. Stuff happens. See, that's the thing. I got to figure that an hour, like a movie, would lend itself very well to these because things would just have to keep going. There would be yeah, no exactly. next time on. So, is that the case, Jesse? Are they? Oh are yeah. They good? It's like. Pretty much nonstop, just yeah. people getting fucked up. No powering up, just a lot yeah. of ass whoopings. I mean, there's a little bit of powering up, but it's done in a way where you're like, "Oh shit!" It's it's basically a "Oh shit!" Things are getting real. Yeah. Uh, transition. Yeah. And um, but it's no like there's not a whole whole lot of people just yelling at each other and you know, cool. The pace is pretty good. Yeah. See that? Yeah, that's good. I would be worried about that. Had you know. Actually, no. I, see, that's the thing. I wouldn't be worried about that in a movie, but it's, it would seem like it would have it would derail the movie if somebody had to take a long aside to, like, I don't know, rehabilitate themselves from near death or charge up for a long time or, you know, fight in an unnecessary tournament leading up to yeah. the eventual villain showing up. And there's the just right amount of silliness. Mm. It's, that's good. Um and just a lot of really like cool moments where you get to see like your old friends, you know, Tight. and stuff doing things. And yeah, I love and that's the thing. I love the Dragon Ball Z guys because there's all those really useless guys. Yeah, like you know, I guess they were you know like cool at some point, but like they got way outmatched by uh, the humans? by the actual strong. Yeah, yeah the humans. Except I, doesn't one of them have three eyes? Yeah, Tian. He's probably the strongest. Yeah, that guy's cool as shit. He because he fucked perfect cell up, like he held him in place with his tri beam. I remember that like a long time to mm-hmm. so uh, some other stuff could happen. Yeah, I remember that. I remember being pretty uh, just pretty into that. But yeah, so I'm glad that this uh, that came out. You know, <laughs> and it's cool seeing like Dragon Ball Z on the big screen. That's the other thing. I, you know, I would love to see that because all my Dragon Ball Z memories are on like my old tube TV in my bedroom. Yep. You know, it's not uh, not exactly gigantic and high definition. You know, it had a knob I had to pull to turn it on. So <laughs> it would be nice to see it with some good sound and oh, yeah. some real force behind those hits. So yeah, I would. Uh, I should go see that. It's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So uh, what else is new? What's What's next on the list? What do we got? Do you watch the new Wet Hot American Summer show? I just I finished it tonight. Nice. We're yeah. like five episodes in. Yeah, I oh, think I we watched it. like the first four or five episodes. It's you know, 
I have to admit, I had not seen the original movie all the way through ever. Like, Did you go back and see it? Yeah, and okay. you know, I'd seen it in bits and pieces, seen chunks of it, and had a pretty good idea of what it was. But you know, we just decided to crank it up and watch it the other day, and it's exactly what I remembered it being, which was just fucking stupid and nonsense and a lot of fun. Yeah. And so then we decided to watch the show, and the show uh, seems to be keeping that spirit pretty well intact. Oh, it's fun. Despite My- the lack of David Hyde Pierce. Yeah. He's, he's in it a little bit. Oh, good. I'm glad, because he has not shown up in the first few episodes. But yeah, there's one thing about uh, Wet Hot American Summer First Day Camp is that, um, uh, and I think it seems to happen, this happened also with the rest of development, where they had a really hard time getting all the cast together at the same time. Yeah. And you can, like, some, there are times when you can kind of tell, you know. Right. Like, this, there a lot of people have separate scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of times when, like, like certain characters bar- rarely interact with each other. They're only interacting with the same characters, like, the whole time. Right. Um, hmm. Like, when David Hyde Pierce does show up, that was clearly shot on, like, an t- entirely different day from everything else. <laughs> like, he That's- just, you know. <laughs> Awesome. And towards the end, there's a pretty hilarious scene where they make it very obvious somebody wasn't able to show up, and it's 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 pretty good. Sweet. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. My my favorite. They part all look of... so ridiculous. <laughs> You're all sixteen or seventeen years old. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so upset just watching that show. Like Michael Showalter got so fat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like jarring, man. Cause especially because we just finished watching the movie, and then we turned on the show, and I'm like, that that's a joke. He's He's not actually that fat. Like, there's going to be something. I thought, like, when they introduced, like, the toxic waste puddle, I'm like, oh, it's going to be some kind of joke, and he's going to lose a lot of weight and get back to the weight that he was in the movie. No, that guy just got really fat. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, the internet was making fun of him, and he tweeted something like, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he can take it all in stride. But, yeah, you know, it was jarring going from the show to the or from the movie to the show immediately uh, yeah, see i haven't seen the movie in like a year so i don't have that that same level of jarringness but right no everybody else i mean you know like elizabeth banks and paul rudd still look exactly the same and like bradley cooper still pretty much the same guy mike yep. lee and black same yeah you know, like few of them have aged not perfectly which i mean the dude from law and order yeah love that guy <laughs> yeah. Yeah, He's so I, good. I haven't yet gotten to the point where he just drops the uh, like nice guy act and turns back into the weirdo or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All the weird sexual things. Oh, God, I love that guy. I'm going to go rub cherry juice on my ass or like just whatever it is. Go some blood on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? <laughs> said I'm, uh, I'm going to go see my buds in class. <laughs> Shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> I do, uh, you know, it's it's a good and a bad thing also that they have added in an origin story for the talking can of vegetables. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's great, but it also, I mean, you know, it kind of ruins just like the overall like what the fuck moment of the movie <laughs> when all of a sudden there's a talking can of vegetables. Yeah, but, but you're not supposed to go see this show before the movie, right? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be so funny if anybody watched it in the proper order. Like, oh, what this is the first movie? day camp. Better watch that. And then I'll watch this movie from 15 years ago. Perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it all ties together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is all one very cohesive narrative. I'm glad they did this. The days in between. Man, yeah. they never show Tiger Camp Tiger Call in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they really don't. Don't deal with those guys very much. <laughs> 
but yeah, you know, I like, it was funny watching the movie because it's like, oh man, shit, that's John Benjamin doing the voice of the vegetables. And then he turns up the first episode. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Is he going to turn into a can of vegetables? Oh, you know and then he, he is. did turn into a can of vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I love the can of vegetables so much. Yeah. I, you know, I need to go back and watch it because I wasn't uh, fully paying attention, but like he starts sinking into the toxic waste and then suddenly he's just holding up the can of vegetables. I'm like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> because in the first episode, he was having a can of vegetables as a casual snack. Oh, okay. Yeah. See? I, yeah. yeah. I missed the part where he had the can of vegetables. I thought he was just sinking into the goo and then he just had the vegetables. And it's like, fine, fuck it, whatever. No, he's constantly <laughs> eating vegetables out of a can as a snack. Awesome. <laughs> uh, can you get Go the on. audio of the can of vegetables talking about sucking its own dick? We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, sitting there watching this. I'm like, you know. Whitney's on the couch watching it, and she's just got that look of, like, you know, just, she, you know, she gets it. But at the same time, it's just, like, so fucking absurd. Like, it's not really a laugh-out-loud movie all the time. And then I just started cracking up <laughs> at can of vegetables sucking its own dick. <laughs> yeah, I think she was more amused by my reaction to the movie than the actual movie. I... In the movie, I always lose it when they go to town and they wind up like in the crack house or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Seen directly from train spotting. Yeah. And then uh, they're just like, good to go and get back in the car after having a great exactly. time. Like, you know how it is going to town. It's <laughs> only been like 45 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, I love how in the show all this stuff is happening in one day. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. <sighs> like, have you gotten to where they meet up with Michael Sarah and all that yet? Yes, I just that's the last episode we saw. It was no, Johnny I'm not, pissed off. Please. Okay. Okay, okay. I won't say anything then. No, please. I, I'm oh. not kidding. I don't oh. care. Okay. I wanna, like spoiler alert, the wet hot American summer TV series. Who well, gives a shit? There's He's a, a lawyer <laughs> named Johnny Pisspot. Yeah. <laughs> there's a part where they get like an offer from that, you know, co- company that's dumping everything. He's like, star. <laughs> and, and he says something like, "No, we're going to reject this offer. We're going to see them in court later tonight." <laughs> like Perfect. <laughs> so they go to court like in an hour. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm really enjoying that show. I'm glad. Uh, you know, glad they were able to get those people to come do that again because you know, a lot of those people went on to do you know fairly bigger and better things. Yeah. You know, now it's like, oh hey, look, it's Ant Man star Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah. Back to the summer camp, doing his thing, still looking pretty much the same as he did. Uh, what is the line he had? He said something like, you want to, you know, slice off a piece of this long, greasy dick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. You want to slice this long, greasy dick? <laughs> he said it so fast, I had to, like, rewind. I'm like, wait, what did he say? <laughs> yeah, I so love good. it when, like, I love it in those movies, in this TV, and I'm sorry, I love it in the show when, like, kids swear. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, there's so much more kids in this one. Yeah. Which I'm pretty cool with, because, yeah, kids cussing and being assholes is pretty funny. And uh, I love the girl, that one girl gets a period, and she goes in the bathroom, she comes out yeah. as, like, the actress from the movie. <laughs> that was a nice touch. You don't think anybody can tell that something's different? Nah. nah. Yeah. <laughs> the whole Elizabeth Banks angle is wonderful, too. Yeah. 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 I didn't realize that she needed an angle, but I'm in favor of it. Yeah, because... At first, Noel was like, I haven't seen Elizabeth Banks yet. I'm like, oh, she'll be in it. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll notice that she, like, doesn't interact with a lot of the other cast members on screen, you know? Yeah, she seems to be spending a lot of time with kids. Yeah. 
whatever. It's all good. She's a big time actress. Well, she I, told that one dude that he could grab her tit. <laughs> yeah. Either I haven't gotten to it or I've forgotten it. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to see it. You'll remember uh, it. Yeah, I dig it. Um other than that, uh any other shows you guys been watching? Uh last night I saw the final episode of The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 Was, it, was it like somber and yeah, like it was nice and all. You know, they didn't cover any actual news, which I didn't really expect them to. <laughs> yeah. That was going to be our next question. Was it masturbatory? A, a little. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just jerks off. It's like, this is my last day. I don't. My last day, I can do whatever I want. God, that would be the best. <laughs> all over my face. He just has like Bill O'Reilly on as a guest, and then just jerks off in front of him, like. Yeah. I'd be in favor of that. Are you looking at it? Oh, exactly. Yeah, look at it. Lock the doors. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody leaves. I want you to talk to it. <laughs> Yell real loud into my penis. <laughs> Tell it your dreams. God, this is getting weird. <laughs> it was the last episode of the Daily Show, man. Of course, it was weird. <laughs> but no, this it was, happened, right? It was. It was nice. It basically had all the previous, you know, correspondents come back. Um, Steve Carell, Stephen Steve Colbert, Rob Riggle, and even like who was there's I wish I could remember who's name, who it was now, but there's one guy that's famous now, but he was on the Daily Show for like three weeks. He came back, you know, huh. like all these other people. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, that does, but that doesn't lead us to like any conclusions. That could be a, a number of people. Yeah, I know. I'm that's not, I'm not good at telling the story. But, Matt Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> but um. There was a uh, th- there's actually a really nice moment when Steve Carell came out, um I'm sorry Stephen Colbert came out and like they got to where you th- it's like there's wrapping up cutting to commercial but then Stephen Colbert like immediately interrupts and goes basically off teleprompter and tells John you know how great he is and, and things like that and you could tell it was actually like illeg- like John Stewart was not expecting that to happen. Right. And he was actually like he looked like uncomfortable, like he was trying to get out of the chair and like like get Steven to stop. And Steve was like, "No, John, you're gonna sit there," you know, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, hmm. So that was that was really nice to see. Like it was really awesome. sweet. Like he actually started tearing up. I started tearing up. It was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys have a little special relationship, you and the Daily Show. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Do they bring back Vance DeGeneres? Uh no. Like they didn't really do any sketches or anything that they used to do. Yeah. You know? He was a correspondent. Oh. Maybe he was there. I don't, I don't remember Vance DeGeneres, but He's Ellen DeGeneres' brother. Oh, I did not know this. Yeah, I learned that just a little while ago. I'm like, oh hey, the guy from the, the guy that used to be on the Daily Show. That guy's name's Ellen DeGeneres' brother. Oh, cool. Forgot about that guy. But they had like they had Mo Rocca come on. I mean, he's been gone for a long time. Everybody loves Mo Rocca. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. What happened to that guy? Um, he's on CBS now. And he is? He, yeah, and he's on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR like all the time. Oh. Uh, hmm. I feel like I've listened to that. Or, wait, no. What's the one that I listen to? This American Life A- is the one most people listen to. Ask Me Another. Uh, what's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me is the best show ever on NPR. It's um, So they have uh, three celebrity, you know, well, quote, celebrity panelists on the show. And it's a quiz show about, like, the week's news. Okay, yes. Yeah, okay, I was thinking it was some kind of quiz show, yeah. I've listened to Ask Me Another, which is, you know, fucking terrible, actually. Yeah, is that the one um, that is hosted? Where it's supposed to be trivia, but it's mostly puns? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there, there's very one, NPR humor. There's one that's broadcast off like Minnesota or something, like it's made in Minnesota, and it's terrible. And I don't think it's asking another, but like there's another NPR show that's similar that's like terrible. But wait, wait, don't tell me is uh is really really good. Sweet. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Cool. Um, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. Last episode of the Daily Show. Are you happy that it's off the air? I'm so stoked, you guys. Yeah, dude, I'm sick of that shit. Yeah, I've been done with Daily Show for a long time. But you know, you know, a funny thing was I was looking up stuff about John Stewart today. I did not realize that he pretty much managed to get that uh, CNN show Crossfire canceled on Good. his own because yeah, yeah. he showed up to the show. He came on Crossfire and basically told the host, "You guys are doing Crossfire. a terrible job, and you're terrible reporters." And yeah. then, like a month later, they canceled the show. That's awesome. Yeah, I heard that <laughs> clip actually on NPR the other day as I was going to the liquor store, and uh, yeah, it was uh, you know like you could hear that John Stewart really wasn't trying to be funny. He was really like calling these guys out on being complete assholes. Yeah, and uh, I didn't realize the show was canceled after that. So good. Yeah, and there- remember <laughs> that game Crossfire. Yeah, yeah, that, that is so much a better topic than John Stewart going on <laughs> real Crossfire. I mean. <laughs> Uh, that game always looked really cool. It was never fun. I yeah. never got to play it. You so. never played Crossfire? You're not messing I never out. had people that wanted to play board games with me. What the fuck, man? Crossfire was pretty dope in theory and in 90s-ness. You know, it was very black and red, and it had those weird shapes, you know, like Ninja Star-looking things. And then you shot, you know, metal balls all over the place. <laughs> And <laughs> that's all it was. And it, it was dope. those things into, like, the goals or something? Yeah, exactly. It was just shooting balls at little things and trying to knock them all the way to the other guy's side. So <laughs> it was eventually a game of being able to reload fast enough and also um, not having your little gun thing jam, which uh, happened to me a couple of times and really kind of ruins the game. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Also, it comes down to having somebody not throw the board in, like, a last-second, like, uh, move of desperation. Oh, yeah. Because the guns are mounted to the board, so (laughs) you can't, you know, you can't, like, pick it up and, you know, you can't pick up your gun and try and move it closer to the thing. They're mounted to the sides where they're at. You can't pick up the gun and shoot the other opponent's eye out. (laughs) Exactly, which, you know, is a pretty intelligent design by the Crossfire team. (laughs) You know, we should really get those guys to do a little cross promotion with the show. You know, <laughs> like Chili Town Podcast, brought to you by Crossfire the game. Crossfire, <laughs> exactly. But still, the best part of that game is that fucking commercial. Oh yeah, John, can you pull up the audio of the Crossfire commercial? It'll take me a few minutes. Oh my, really? It takes what is a- with you? As soon as you said Crossfire, I'm constantly on googling things that you know we might be talking about, like. No, because my keyboard is loud, and it'll be picked up by my microphone, so I do not touch my keyboard during the whole show. no one cares. (laughs) We just want quality audio interaction. That's what I'm saying, man. You know, we want the things that we're making reference to to be played on the show. Boom. (laughs) But yeah, Crossfire was pretty great. Um but it can never live up to the commercial because the commercial had like kids riding on the spinning discs and wearing like <laughs> leather jackets and shit. And, uh, yeah, it, you know, it never lived up to that because it was, you know, smaller than a coffee table. And 
I don't know, it just wasn't very fun for more than one or two tries. It's a damn shame, because they really sold me on it well with that commercial that I don't have a clip of. I think the one guy has, like, a headband. There's, like, lightning and stuff. Yeah, see, that's the thing. They really sold it well. You know, very, like... He, like, looks really nervous. Yeah, see, there it goes. I've got the commercial. Why don't you guys have the commercial? I'm watching it. Johnny. I'm having a problem with my YouTube downloading program right now. You need that just to play the audio? Yeah, because I download it and import it into my audio program, and then I can pipe it into Skype and all that. Damn. Yeah. That sounds it, It's It's a process. We might have to do this in post. <laughs> it's a goddamn shame. Or you can just blindside me with it while we move on to the next thing. Um, That's my plan. So, Jesse, you've been watching uh, something else? Uh, Wayward yeah. Pines? This show is weird. I don't know anyone else who's watching it, though. You know, I never heard of it until you typed into the show notes. John, have you heard of this show? Uh, what show? Whispering Pines or whatever that was? Wayward Pines. <laughs> Wayward Pines. <laughs> no, I haven't heard it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm working on the really I'm working great. on the audio. We need you engaged <laughs> and working on the audio at all times. This is oh, why we need a sponsor so that we can hire a fucking sound guy. Like David. <laughs> yeah, David has a degree in communications and knows how to edit podcasts. We need to be able to hire him away from his current job. Ooh. <laughs> so we, maybe we can get to sponsor the show. Ooh, that'd be awesome. And then ironically use that money to lure him away from actually I'm gonna have to bleep that he also asked that we not make fun I I mean I enjoy drinking coffee yeah and that's the thing I'm not making fun of it third iced mochas I don't think I don't think he wants the uh, the audience of this show uh, going and like looking for autographs oh I see so we shouldn't say that he works in a in Chicago no Nowhere okay. near the. <laughs> nowhere near there. I'm gonna cut that, all this out. That would be really cool, though. Like if he was working and someone was like, "Hey, dude, is it are you of Chili Town?" What? We need to find somebody in Chicago. We need to post a Craigslist ad to make somebody go to <laughs> just to get him back on track. <laughs> Hire someone to go fuck with this dude. <laughs> no, who would be fucking with? It would be just it'd be like a like a little Truman show type deal. You know? <laughs> like just hire an actor to get you know, David's life on, on you know, moving towards us again. We need uh him on the show. He's like, guys, someone talk to me at the Crazy, you won't believe it. Somebody recognized me just from that one episode of the show. They knew the joke I made about the Nintendo theme park and everything. I guess I should do the show. You guys have some real reach. <laughs> yeah. Even though he'll listen to this episode and be like, fuck you guys. Oh, crap. We're being thwarted. <laughs> thwarted by our own hubris of recording our plan into the show. Uh, Johnny. What happened? Is he gone? I don't know. Oh, shit. All this <laughs> with a Crossfire commercial. No, wait, I heard I heard his stupid laugh. He got hit by the crossfire. It's some time in the future. The ultimate challenge. Crossfire. Crossfire. 
Oh, bongos. He's got those awesome gloves. He's, you know, pumping those fists. They need more sunglasses. No, they're already in like a nighttime lightning arena. You know, what they need need more like spikes. Yeah. You know, like it needs to be more Thunderdome, you know? A guy carrying like a big like post with like skulls all over it. (laughs) This is crossfire. Like a cross with skulls on it. Flaming cross. Wait, no. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, never mind. I said it and then realized immediately I didn't want to say it. <laughs> but it took me a second. I'm like, what's wrong with fire? And I was like, oh, burning wait. Cl- wait. <laughs> That's got a connotation it's all. Just skulls. <laughs> but what I mean, what else does that game, you know, stand for? The name, Crossfire. What does that mean? I know that wow. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting into the Frostfire, <laughs> most secretly racist game of all time. Dun dun so. dun. Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be like that a Buzzfeed thing, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, the connections between Crossfire and the Ku Klux Klan will shock and appall you. <laughs> Crossfire. Hey, he's back. <laughs> I was, I was here the no whole time. Racist. Really good. Jeez, I was worried that, you know, you really, you know, somehow just took yourself off the show to go find that ad and then decided you didn't want to come back. That was I, your mic drop. I had, to, I had to set the mic down because I need two hands on my keyboard. I'm holding my mic. That's the problem. That's what she said. If I, you, if I get a mic stand, then we're in business. You, you hold your mic? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Shaped like. What? Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the only mic I have is my saxophone mic, so it's like small and it goes inside your hole. <laughs> Ao. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, Jesse, yeah, did you want to tell us about Wayward Pines? Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, okay, we're 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 not uh, caught up completely. We're like only seen like the first seven episodes, mm-hmm. and so it starts off with uh, Matt Dillon. He's like a secret service agent, and he's trying to find some people who have gone missing. And so he gets into a car wreck, and then he wakes up in this hospital, and he's in this little town called Wayward Pines. And he can't get out because there's a big giant wall around the town. Oh. And so like he's like, what the fuck? What's going on? And he's trying to contact his family, and he can't get a hold of them and, hmm. and stuff. And uh. But eventually his family go looking for him. They get into a car wreck and they wake up in the same hospital. I'm sensing a theme. And so about like four episodes in, maybe five, they drop a large bombshell on you. And it's more so than the town being surrounded by a wall that nobody can escape and people getting in car accidents and ending up in the hospital. Yeah. Like okay. the reason behind the wall. Tight. It's it's pretty cool. Is it like some lost shit? Um, I mean, I could just tell you. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I kind you know, you kind of got me interested in the show. I kind of want to watch it. And I didn't realize they had Matt Dillon and Carla Gugino. Yeah, I'm into that. It's I'm into every cool. bit of that. Like it's very like 
what's going on. These mm-hmm. people don't seem right. There's something crazy going on. Oh, that's fucked up. Nice. So. Well, yeah, I think uh, maybe we'll just leave that unspoiled. Okay. And, awesome. uh, you know, <laughs> it'll be a change of pace for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't just talk about every aspect of something. Let me know if you check it out. No, I totally, uh, you know, I totally will. Because I've been looking for something new to get into. As fun as it is watching the entire run of Parks and Rec over and over again. <laughs> I think I need to change it up for a little while. The only thing, Matt Dillon does this weird thing where he whispers very loud. That's how he talks. You mean like me in the movie theater? <laughs> like, Yeah, but that's like his normal talking. He's like, we need to get out of the town. Nice. Like, so mm. I don't know what he's trying to go for, but it's Matt Dillon, so he's he's yeah, cool. Do your thing, Dillon. You got it. Stay gold, Pony Boy. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he doesn't play Pony Boy, I don't care. <laughs> Any opportunity I get to use, stay gold, Pony Boy. I go for it. You got to jump in with both feet. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, what else was there, Johnny? What's uh, what's the news, man? Anything? Anything else? No, I have to dick. What? <laughs> Did you, did you tell me to touch my dick? No. <laughs> I said, how's your dick? Oh, okay. Say Bowser's <laughs> dick? I thought, he said, I thought he was like, touch your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, whoa, man. Taking this in a bold new direction. I don't know. Uh, Chili Town folks got real weird once Jesse took over. <laughs> no, I first, have first to the just... intro. Now this <laughs> Pope's gonna give it to you. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. <laughs> yes. In case you were wondering, it's Pope's gonna give it to you. No, uh, we just call it David's the best. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're dropping the David thread. It's it's over. <laughs> David's great. He is. That's why it should be called David's the Best. Yeah, he is, man. We should all tell our favorite David story. I just feel like I couldn't explain <laughs> to him that we weren't trying to make fun of him. I feel a little bad. But, oh well. He drew the coolest picture for uh, my new video. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's really great. Um, he actually drew two. He, he drew one, and I was like, David, do you think that this picture will upset feminists? <laughs> Oh, and yeah. he's like, I don't, I don't know. And I was like, you should show it to Song, and I'm going to show it to Noel, and we'll see what they say. Nice. And they both said, yes, that will upset feminists. So he's <laughs> like, okay, I'll draw another version. <laughs> what, what was it? Well, I'm playing this game called um, Suzu- oh, Cutie, Cutie Suzuki No Ringside Angel. It's a Japanese female wrestling game. Okay. So the picture he had drawn was me about to assault a woman <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah yeah and i was like i don't think this is <laughs> we got we got to retool this a bit yeah i mean maybe the woman like, insulted me it, you know was it gonna be you assaulting a woman outside the context of a wrestling ring no no i was like like it was definitely like an intergender match but she was laying in the middle of the mat and i was about to drop an elbow on her from the top rope see as long as you indicated that you're gonna elbow drop it and not like any other part of your body toucher, then, you know, yeah, you're good. You'd have to be doing, like, the Macho Man signature, yeah. like, pose or something like that. I mean, it's just one of those things that is just too much could go wrong. So yeah. why not go ahead and just make a safe one, you know? Yeah. True. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, your your character is a wrestling character. 
and you're talking about a wrestling game, so yeah, with wrestling characters, right? Everybody yeah. wrestles in a world yeah. where there's. I assume that women jump into the wrestling ring pretty often on like actual wrestling, right? Oh yeah, you know they they got the divas and all that stuff. Yep. I don't know how much they're really you know. In in Lucha Underground, they actually have crowd. intergender matches too. So yeah, which is cool. the first one I saw was this. I was like, is this fair? And then I was like, well. She is doing really well, and I guess this is cool. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, got to watch out for the feminists. I'm still I laughing am. at uh, Jesse telling me to touch my dick. No, I asked <laughs> how. Man, was... stop, you know, stop thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, if that's going to help you for later on, then that's cool. But... Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah. You just... Tell your girlfriend. It's like Jesse told me to do it. <laughs> She's like, "Who? <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> that, uh, is that a guy? I don't even know." <laughs> yeah, I would love to see your girlfriend like just watching this podcast occur from like across the room, and you just like start touching your dick. We have a problem. Yeah, just like what the fuck? I feel like <laughs> I feel like if we all touch your dicks. It kind of gives a new meaning to Crossfire. Right? Like, that's what... <laughs> we just crossfire. That means we all have to touch our dicks. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> the podcast into some weird game. <laughs> if you're listening at home and we say crossfire, you can touch your dick as well. It's not a drinking game. It's a dick-touching game. Yeah. And if you don't have... The guy says crossfire. If you don't play along at home, you know... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have a dick, touch someone else's. <laughs> find a dick. Find a dick near you. Do whatever you Just have to episode, do. Find a dick. <laughs> Parentheses, don't be upset with us, feminist crowd. <laughs> Just don't. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think actually. Uh, I think we're at a pretty good wrap-up point. We might be able to bring this one to a nice, tidy, just over an hour. What do you guys think? I think so, yeah. I think we do it. All right, so yeah, as always, you know where to find us uh, on Twitter. Wait, what is our Twitter handle? Uh, At Chili Town Popes. Chili Town Popes, yeah. You know, hit us up on our website, bakeamawaytoys.com. Download the podcast, podcast podcast.bakeamawaytoys.com. Or hit up the iTunes store by searching for Chief Pigum. Subscribe. Um, Yeah, subscribe, rate. I don't want to be the only person that's written a review for this show. Uh, Jesse has also. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, as always, follow me on Twitter at jgangster187. You can follow John Regan on Twitter at... Uh, JPRegan.jr. You can follow Jesse at... Uh, Sega underscore legend. There it is. You can follow David... At DFD Fleming and apply that Twitter pressure to get him back on the show. And uh, yeah. Check out his daily doodles. They're usually really well. Da- you know, all joking aside, David's doodles are actually very good. And there have been some that have been very complicated and just unusual compositions and things that I've never seen anybody doodle. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, I dig this. You know. Yeah, just, there's, there's one of some like there's like a, a floating kid and a lot of negative space and and it's a creepy little kid and it's like the like it's awesome. Yeah, like, exactly. I want that on my wall. It's sweet. Yeah, that should be you know some of these actually are like you know frameable works. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, 
Look for him on the con circuit one day. Yeah. Yeah. You get some prints to hang on your wall. He's been saying he's going to do that, and I am fully in favor of that because, I don't know. Me too. More people need to know that he's doing what he does. He's going to make bank. You know, can't just be us messing with him on Twitter. People that like his work need to follow him and mess with him on Twitter. Yeah. Or go to... You yeah, made, you've made it big when strangers are messing with you on Twitter. That's how you know you're famous. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. You know, we're not quite there yet. We're gonna get those sponsors. We're gonna get him a full time job being editor of this podcast on salary, and then we're gonna get him some serious Twitter followers. Brought to you by Nature Box and Dollar Shave <laughs> Club, Denny's, Fruit of the Loom, and the game Crossfire and Cox, and also Cox <laughs> Cable. No, just just Cox, the genitals. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's going to do it. Back next week. Back better than ever. Probably fewer cocks next time, but no guarantees. You never know. Because you know, four cocks. Chili Town Pope's going to give it to you. So that's it. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Smear mud on your ass. Smear mud on your ass. Just be honest about it. Look, Gene, I've never told anyone this before, but I can suck my own dick. And I do it a lot. There, I said it. I was honest. And you know what, Gene? Being honest makes you feel better.